Hi guys, thanks for listening to Library Overload. This is Susie. And this is Tavia. Don't forget, we've always got a blog with all of the books that we've talked about listed. It'll post as soon as the episode drops, so be sure to check that out if there's something you want to look at. We also have an Instagram and a brand new Facebook account. You can find us at Library Overload there. to catch up yay Yay. but first what episode number is this 30 it's 30 we're dirty 30 that's very exciting only when it comes to the podcast am i happy about 30 30. yes i gotcha i gotcha 30 is not so bad so far 30's been the worst (laughs) but you're getting married this year so that's very exciting yes i'm like getting married like 32 days before I turn 31 and that (laughs) makes me want to (laughs) vomit that's really funny but you know I'll always be older than you so you can always at least think that that I do think of that often does it bring you you and your husband yes (laughs) I think of you two and how old you are often thanks I'm glad whenever I ache in the morning I'm like if this is how I feel imagine how bad Tavia feels this morning (laughs) That is what I think. (laughs) Well, I'm glad that we can bring some level of comfort in your old age. Thank you. You're welcome. Anyway, we are going to catch up with what we've been reading lately. It's been several episodes since we just sat down Mm -hmm. and chatted about what we've been doing for our fun time reading. Yeah. Sometimes this is my favorite episode. Yeah, mine too, I think. These are just books that I'm like on a whim, like, ooh, I want to read this. Yeah. And not just like, okay, I need to read this. Yeah. But I want to read it. And then, like, I checked out some books from the library and then I read like half of them and then went like on a total different tangent, like <laughs> completely other way and started doing some that were free on Kindle Unlimited. Oh, were those any good? Yeah. They were? Okay. I mean, I like them. I've, I've, I've read a few Kindle Unlimited books that were really good, but l- I'd say. 80 percent you know harry potter's free on candle i didn't know that so. but isn't it just the first book not to my knowledge oh, but i always thought it was just the first one to get sure you like hooked and then you're like nope you gotta buy the rest i'm pretty sure that's how i read most of them when i reread them not really? too long ago. that's cool yeah that way i didn't have to lug the um <laughs> lug the big books around with me i can't deal with you <laughs> She's over here making faces at me. (laughs) Sorry. No, I don't think you are. I don't think you are. Never. All right, well, I'll get started. Okay. Because I think I have more books than you do. You do. I have a problem. (laughs) I don't really think it's a problem problem, but it's definitely a problem. I'm excited for everyone to hear (laughs) and laugh. Okay. The first one I'm going to start with is called The Raven Boys, and that is by Maggie Steifvater. Hmm. And that's the Raven Cycle series. There's four of them. So that's a quin- quintet. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Um, it's a paranormal young adult series. but You do love those. Yes, I do love those. And it was a lot of fun. I had been seeing everyone online talking oh, about yeah. this series. It's like everywhere. Mm-hmm. So I got the first one. I was super excited about it. Loved it. Went ahead and checked out the last three and t- tore through them. And they're like, oh, you finished the whole series? Yeah. I'm <gasps> the whole oh, series. my God. I know. You finished a series. I know. I know. Color me flabbergasted. <laughs> <laughs> well, the library had them all. Oh so, that you know, God. I just checked them all out. and I can't believe pigs didn't fly. Maybe hell froze over. We just don't know about it yet. <laughs> we'll see. All right. <laughs> but... They were really good, and they're like 400-plus pages for They are book. bigger books. So. so I have no idea what they're about. You know, it's kind of interesting to try to explain it because it's like it's a really vast mm-hmm. world, but it's still also like a contemporary setting. Interesting. So it's set in West Virginia – or no, I'm sorry. It's set in Virginia in like modern times. Okay. So Blue Sargent – her name is Blue, and she's the daughter of a psychic – Okay. And she lives in a house with psychics, and she's the only one that doesn't have any psychic abilities. Okay. But she is an amplifier, so she amplifies everyone else's psychic powers. Okay. Once a year, there's this holiday called St. Mark's Day, and they go to the church on the ley line, which is like the magical line that runs whatever, if you believe in that sort of mm-hmm. stuff. And they're all over the world. 
but this one's called The Corpse Road. And everyone born in that town that will die in the next 12 months shows up, their spirit shows up on the ley line. That's so crazy. Right. So they go out there and they... Could you see yourself? Like, if you were going to die within 12 months, would you see yourself walking? Um, It's possible, but none of the psychics were born in the town. So they talk about that. Okay. Um, How trippy would that be? Right? Dear God. Um, Yeah. I mean, it's just kind of like, you know, would you want to know when you were going to die? We talked about that a couple episodes ago. So, anyway, they take Blue because she magnifies the Mm -hmm. ability, and they write down the names of the people that are going to die within the next 12 months, so if they become clients, they can tell them. Okay. And... But only if they become clients? I mean, if they are clients or if they want to know, you know, they don't just hunt out people and be like, you're going to die. They don't do that. Well, that's a little rude. Right. I mean, it would be. They they don't do that. Hmm. All right. But if you come to them and they're like, what's going on? They'll be like, eh, you're going to die. You want to know why your life sucks right now? Because you're dying. <laughs> and so you can talk to the spirits, and they'll tell you their names. And so that's how they... Okay. Okay. This one special St. Mark's Eve, or St. Mark's Day, Blue sees someone, but she's not a psychic, so she shouldn't be able to see him. Mm. So her mom says there are only two reasons a non-seer would see a spirit on St. Mark's Eve. He's either your true love, or you've killed him. Oh, my. Yes. Both of those are crazy. Yes. What if it's both? Dun, dun, dun. So the young guy that she sees is named Gansey, and he goes to the local private school where all these like rich kids go. Okay. And Blue like hates all of them, mm. and she ends up meeting Gansey, and she's inexplicably drawn to him. Oh my god! And it becomes a thing, and it's fun. But Gansey's also on his own quest. He's trying to find something oh. that's buried in the area, and. They, it's just complete magical world. Okay. Like they go, there's an enchanted forest. There's kind of prophecies and magical beings. Okay. And psychics and true love. It's just wonderful. All right. That yeah. does sound very interesting. Yeah. And the, the books just keep getting better. Okay. I do like that. Yeah. All right. And they're told from, you know, like different, like it's not a, a first person point of view. Okay. So it's a third person narrator. And they tell all of the different viewpoints of all of the different characters. What is that? Omnipresent? Uh, Something like that. Omnipotent? No, that's all powerful. Omnipresent. That's a... Sure. That's the word. We'll go with it. I'm like 85% sure that's the word. All right. We'll fact check that. I love my new fact-checking thing it's on the blog. It's super fun. I love the fact-check you did about hoop skirts. <laughs> <laughs> I was laughing really hard. <laughs> that was pretty awesome. Guys, I am hilarious, and my fact-checks represent that. So, <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah. Anyway, so Gansey has, you know, his four friends, or three friends, and then Blue comes in, and they kind of welcome her in, and she's, you know, kind of a little bit in love with all of them, and it's just, you know... Teenage, High school, yeah. Teenage angst, but with magic and ghosts and spirits, and it's all, a lot of fun. All of the best things. Yeah. And that's the Raven Cycle that's awesome. series. I have been seeing it everywhere, mm-hmm. so I am it's glad a lot that of fun. you read them, yeah. Yeah, I gave them all four stars. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I, I feel like I didn't read a whole lot, but I guess I did. Like, technically, I read a, a trilogy, and so total, I read, like, five books. Outside of what we talked on the podcast. So, I mean, I feel like I read a decent amount. I hit uh, Book Bingo last nice, month. Nice. Which was my very first Book Bingo. That's very I was exciting. hella excited about. <laughs> um, I almost had two bingos last month. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. So close. I, I know I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not going to hit it this month at all. Really? Yeah. I think I'm going to hit two this month. Killer. I've been struggling with anxiety, y'all. Yeah. Ooh, that was real Southern. Lilla. Y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot be any worse than me last episode. <laughs> Tavia FaceTimed me just so I could listen to this one. I, I don't even remember what phrase it was. Yeah, it was from, I was talking about Girl Boss. Mm-hmm. And I said I didn't even know why I picked it up. Mm-hmm. Picked it up. <laughs> picked it up. It sounded god awful. Oh, it was the worst. <laughs> and I sat there laughing for like 30 minutes. And then I was like, no, I have to share this news with somebody. And my husband was at work, so I called Susie. And I was like, listen to this. It's terrible. It was so funny. And there was no way to take it out. <laughs> so it just had to be in there. When I was listening to it to do my show notes for it, I waited and listened for it. Then I had to pause it and laugh. <laughs> yeah. 
And then Susie and I played it and then laughed for another yep. 20 minutes. It was pretty epic. It was so good. So I hope you all enjoyed that. I tried <laughs> real hard not to sound that Southern. <laughs> Apparently, I failed miserably. Oh, man. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, I've been really struggling with anxiety, and I just have not been able to just sit and read something. I think I might need to, like, reread something like I super, super mm-hmm. love and see if that'll just, like, give me a kick yeah. to get back into it. That makes sense. But the first thing I'll talk about is the Shadow and Bone Trilogy by Lee Bardugo. Yay. And I also read this series. Well, I read the first two. Okay. I was like, I didn't know you finished it. Um, If you finished two series in like one month span, I would die. I have two series here that I've finished that I'm going to talk about today. Four books in each series. Oh, my God. I know. I can't even. Who are you? I'm a pod person. (laughs) You've been switched out for a changeling. Right? I mean, I downloaded the third book, and I had every intention to finish it, mm-hmm. and then I just got really distracted. I, for some reason, I started the first book, and you and I were laughing about this, so we, I, I borrowed it, like, I borrowed an ebook from the library, and, you know, so it only tells you what percentage you are into mm-hmm. the book, and so Tavia texts me, because she started reading it first and mm-hmm. finished it first, mm-hmm. and she texts me, and she was like, BT dubs. You'll finish it at 64% mm-hmm. into the book because the rest of it is just ads for the next book. Um, snippets and stuff. L- yeah, like all that stuff. So um, you're you're thinking you've still got a ways to go. I know. I, and I then it's just like, oh, nope, you're done. What else could happen in this book? Yeah, because you have so much left to go. So finish the first one in a day. And I was like, that was really good. Like, I'm going to read the next one. Read the second one in one day. And I was like, oh, my God. I'm on a roll. I'm going to read the third one, and I'll read the whole thing in three days. <laughs> and I did, because I'm nuts. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. But they're super cute. They, I definitely understand why people like them. I felt like the writing, especially in the first book, mm, it, I don't know. I felt it, I found it lacking a little bit. It was definitely, it was intriguing. Like, the, the first bit of it is told from, like, a different perspective. Mm-hmm. And they call them the girl and the boy. Yeah. And then we go in and figure out who they are and stuff. Right. But I, other than that, I didn't think that there was any – I didn't have any issues with it. I just – I don't know. Sometimes it, it left me wanting and not in a good way. Mm-hmm. Like, I just felt like the writing could have been a little bit better. And it may have just been that maybe just because it's a YA book. And – I might be totally wrong, but I think the author, Lee Bardugo, is is kind of young. So it may have been she started mm-hmm. just writing these mm-hmm. young and she's just growing up with her writing, mm-hmm. which is, I respect, you got your shit published. So, I mean, that's amazing. Right. Yeah. So that might have been it. Just a quick synopsis. It follows, the main character is, is it Alina or Alina? Alina. Alina, Alina Starkov. Okay. I rely on you to listen to books to tell I me do. how to yeah. pronounce things. So it's Alina Starkov and she uh, is just a normal plain nothing exciting about her girl and she has grown up in an in an orphanage with her best friend what is his name again they call him mal mal thank um, you but it's malchin malchin oretsev very nice this is a very heavy it's russian, russian yeah. folklore book um, which is cool because yeah. I've never read anything like right, that before. Right. So tons that is and tons super, of Russian folklore super cool. Yeah. So their country has been completely split in half by this shadow fold. And you cannot go through it because there are monsters that will eat you. And that's the super Volca. cool. That's super cool. Monsters yeah. are awesome. And super scary. Mm-hmm. So the... A huge chunk of the army is at the Shadowfold because they're needing to cross it. They have to get supplies from the other side. And so they have to cross it in order to get replenishment, things that the country needs, all of that. Alina is a map maker. Huh? Alina. Sorry. Crap. I guess I called her Alina in my head the whole time. That's funny. Alina is a map maker. And so she is... She is one that's going to board. They call them kind of boats, but they're Mm -hmm. skiffs. They're skiffs that'll go across the sand dune Mm -hmm. that goes straight through the shadow fold. Mm -hmm. So they go through. She and Mal are both on the. And the reason they can go through is because there are magical beings that yes, there are Grisha. There are Grisha that will help them get across, Mm -hmm. and they'll kind of keep the monsters at bay while they cross. Well. Alina, 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 and Mal are going across on the same skiff when something happens and the Grisha go down that are supposed to be protecting them, 
and they get attacked and it's dun, super dun, scary. Dun. And all of a sudden, right as a, um, as a monster is about to grab her, she manifests this incredible power, yes. saves their lives and gets them out of there. And so she gets nothing but trouble for it. I'll tell you. I know. Poor thing. <laughs> so this is the story of how she figures out what her powers are, why she's, why she has them. How um, come they were hidden for so long? Yeah. Like it's, it's just, it's very interesting. She learns how she becomes a Grisha, which are kind of revered, kind of hated mm-hmm. because it's, it's almost like a fraternity of like yeah. we're better than you because and we have powers and, and we have money, witches and stuff. Yeah, which one of them have like a different kind of power? Mm-hmm. So it's super interesting. They're I think they're pretty quick reads. I so, like yeah. I knocked them out really quickly when you realize that you're. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh my god. <laughs> when you realize that sixty percent of the yeah. book is, you know, when you're gonna stop? Yeah, it went pretty. Qu- but yeah, I thought it was really good. I just I thought the writing was a little lacking, but that I think that was only like the first book. The second and third, I think they mm-hmm. got better mm-hmm. as as it went. I really enjoyed the second book, and I'm very intrigued to get the third book. I just haven't borrowed it to, to from the library, and I let the loan expire because yeah. I, I got sidetracked. I get it. <laughs> but, um, yeah. but I know the, so. It's a trilogy in the Grisha verse. There's a duology that is completely mm-hmm. um, different from this series. I did hear that a couple of characters have like a quick little. Yeah. Um, presence in them and that's but the it's six of crows i think we yes. briefly touched on that before yes um, and then there she's started a new series that'll be following a very important character oh in this trilogy and it's exciting. the the king of scars oh, so cool, cool. i actually checked out that book months ago and then realized like oh no like i can't I read so. this first and and of course it was the first in a series that yeah so i had to, I had yeah. to send it back that makes sense yeah, super cute. Like I think I gave them three and then four stars. Cool. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I gave like the first it. two four stars just because I really. I like yeah. It. Well, you're you're much more lax than me. Yes. So unless I hate it, I give it four stars. And yeah. if I think that it hung on the moon, I'll give it five stars. Yeah. Three no, stars is not a good. It, it's like a meh for me. Really, I think three stars is like it was good. Like, I enjoy. Like it was enjoyable. Why couldn't you give it that extra star? Because. Four stars is like, oh my god, I loved that so much. But that's what five stars are for. Five stars is like, I'm never going to shut up about this book ever again. Those are my... Yeah, you guys should check out our ratings episode if you haven't yet. We yeah, discussed this I go in depth. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely have different approaches. Yeah, which is which is totally fine. If you give something four stars, I'm pretty sure, unless it's like a stupid historical romance, I, I'll like it too. Stupid. If you give something... Stupid. It's so much. We talked about the bleakness in the historical fiction. I don't, I don't fiction. have any historical fiction in any of my reads this this time. So proud. Shocking. So proud. But yeah, I thought it was good. And I do look forward to reading Six of Crows. Yeah. I'm very intrigued to read the last one, which is Ruin and Rising, and mm-hmm. finish up the series, which I am going to do. Very proud of you. Turning over a new leaf. So proud. 2019 is just your year. Right? I mean, I've my reading has just been crazy this year. You have been year. killing it. Yeah. So proud. I've I think this year will be your most reads. I mean, I'm already at 79, so I can't imagine. You've read 79 books this year? Yes. What was your, what were you hoping to hit? 60? I, I was at 60, and then I reset it to 110, and I think I'm going to blow that God. out of the water. That's amazing. Yeah. I'm only at like 54. I know. I don't even know. You're what? killing it. That's amazing. <laughs> I thought you were like approaching 60. Oh, no, no. I hit 60 oh back in, ju- uh, in June. That's awesome. And I reset it. I'm so proud. Thanks. <laughs> we grow up so quickly. <laughs> I I set mine at 110 and uh Yeah, so I, I reset it 110, but mm-hmm. I think I'm going to blow it out of the water, honestly. You're going to kill it. Um, yeah, I think you just, you keep finding really good books for you yes and so you just can't blow through series right yeah. like the next one i'm going to talk about it's a, f- a quintet also and i read all four of them in a week killer yeah they were shorter mm-hmm. so it was easier but i liked them so much i just blew through them i did read a storybook and completely counted it okay. as a book that i read yeah that's fine if it's on goodreads it counts right i have been using the bingo yeah rules where if it's 175 pages or more i count it um, the first one in this next series was only 190 pages, but so I still counted it. Sure. Um, but this is Lucifer's Daughter by Kel Carpenter. 
like, I've never even heard of that. It's free on Kindle Unlimited right okay, now. So did you just happen to see it? Yeah, I just have. It was suggested to me in Goodreads because I read Black Dagger Brotherhood okay. and because I read Sherilyn Kenyon's okay. series. Um, some of it anyway. But it is about Ruby, Ruby Morningstar. She's a half succubus and she's a tattoo artist, so that's pretty awesome. Mm. And she has a pet raccoon, which is amazing. That's like the dream. Right? A tattoo artist with a pet raccoon. It's, Hell yeah. Right? That's me in another life. Right. And her best friend and roommate is half banshee. <laughs> so that's awesome too. <laughs> but all um, one day she finds out that she, shockingly, is Lucifer's daughter. Mm. I mean, it's right there in the title. I mean, her last name is Morningside. Morning, Morning Star. Star. Jesus. I think Morningside is like breakfast sausage, like meatless. Props. Or maybe that's Morning Star. I don't know. It's morning something. Morning I, I, S something. Right. We digress. But anyway, so she <laughs> she's kind of hilarious. And she like sassy? Up, yes. Love so it. So sassy. I love a sassy yes. character. And because she's half succubus, she has issues with men. And, I know, feel like that's just a that's just a regular life thing. Right. Well, they they become completely devoted to her, whether she really wants them to or not. Oh my! So there's an also ex- that's the right. dream. <laughs> there's an ex boyfriend who's stalking her now. Oh, uh, that's not. But the dream. he's also got a new girlfriend. <laughs> so the new girlfriend is is picking on Ruby because you know whatever. So she sets her car on fire. I mean, you know, as you do, as a reasonable reaction. Mm-hmm. So she goes to jail and she. Her bail gets paid by this amazing man. Oh, my. Yes. And it turns out that he's one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. <gasps> oh. And the four this horsemen. This is everything. Yes. The four horsemen were created to be her protectors and her mates. So this is a reverse. She has four mates. Yes. This is a reverse harem novel, which is really taken off as a genre, as a subgenre of the paranormal romance area. Okay. I have not heard of that. Yeah. So, I mean, a harem usually is sure. a man with lots of women. So sure. this is the woman, and she has lots of men. So the four horsemen were completely created by Lucifer to be completely devoted to Ruby. And it's war, famine, pestilence, and why didn't you say that? War, famine. Death. Oh. War, famine, pestilence, and death. What does pestilence mean? It's like plague, um, bugs, okay. bacteria, dirty. I'm thinking of petulant, like a like a child yeah 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 that's not it that's not i was like what does that mean he's (laughs) annoying is he just is he a brat that's so funny (laughs) continue um but so yeah there was a prophecy there's a thing that's happened and lucifer's dead i didn't know he could die nobody else did either oh my so does that mean she's the king of hell now she's the queen of the damned that's her new title queen of the damned i want to be queen of the damned right so the four horsemen come and find her and kind of blow her mind because she didn't realize any of this because she was raised in the human world because they had to smuggle her out of hell when she was a baby so no one that was her father's enemy would come after her gotcha so she was raised as a human so the four horsemen come after her and they're like hey hey we're made for you (laughs) Pick one. Pick a, or all. No, you don't have to choose. So oh God. they all love each other, and it's wonderful oh and magical. And it is definitely smutty. It's a slow build, though. Mm-hmm. So, like, the first two books only have a couple of scenes, and then we ratchet up. There you go. Right. And the, in the third book, she goes through her transition to become a full demon so that she can become the queen of hell. All right. And... And that's really intense. <laughs> oh, my. And then in the fourth book. Does, does the transition involve sex? So much. <laughs> like two weeks locked in a cabin. Oh, my God. With all four of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. but That's so funny. It was kind of awesome. Okay. I really enjoyed it. All right. What is the first book called again? Lucifer's Daughter. All right. I'm going to have to check that out. I mean, it's a quick read. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Ruby is hysterical. That she might be what needs to bring me out of my funk. Yeah, and it's got lots of smut and this whole magical world. And it's 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 like adjacent to our fallen angel thing. Mm-hmm. So I, I like that. Yeah. But it's demons. Yeah. I like it. And so in the fourth book, they finally make it to hell. Okay. And she has to pass all these trials because Lucifer had a harem as well. And his harem is the si- the six sins or the seven deadly sins. Okay. So each there's one woman for each sin. Uh-huh. And so she has to pass all their trials so she can take over hell. And it's okay. just 
it's awesome. I really enjoyed it. Right. I mean, it's not going to be for everybody, obviously. Sure. Because not everyone loves the the harem thing. <laughs> but I went on a real big kick with it. <laughs> no, that sounds really fun. Yeah, like, it just was. Like, it was a, a lot of fun. like it's not going to do, you're not going to learn anything mm-hmm. from it, but it. Right. It and and this fun. isn't one where they show up and Ruby's like, okay, yeah, let's go. She's like, screw you guys. I don't even know you. Stay away from me. <laughs> like she runs away from him I and do hides appreciate like that. several times. And so finally she figures out she can't you know keep mm-hmm. running away from them plus they help with the stalker ex-boyfriend very nice um so they're a helpful harem yes i mean basically their sole existence is to protect her hmm. and only they were only created to mate with her if she wanted them to so they could have been just protectors but gotcha. she's like no no <laughs> no you're you're hot come she, here she has an inner beast that comes out oh my yeah and so the beast was like claiming them she's like mine i'll take you now um, that reminds yeah. me a little bit of the uh, Anita Blake series yes. that I loved so much. Yeah, except this one isn't quite polyamorous because the four horsemen don't—they don't love each other. Okay. They don't love each other. I okay. mean, they're brothers technically, not not incestuous brothers. <laughs> they weren't born it's of like the a same motherhood. Yes, there gotcha. we go. There we go. That's like your Black Dagger brotherhood. Yes, yes. I gotcha. Um, but it's lots of fun. I really enjoyed it. That's cool. All right. Well, a stark right turn. And I'm going to talk about Romanov by Nadine Brand uh, Brandes. I'm so sorry. I should have looked that up. But it's B-R-A-N-D-E-S. Um, so this one I was so excited to read. It's got a beautiful cover. It does have a beautiful cover. And it also is about Anastasia, which who doesn't love Anastasia? I love Anastasia, except I didn't love the one book I read about her. But that's a story for another day. Oh, I didn't know that you read a book about Anastasia. And it was, um, I was Anastasia. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, but so this is a YA retelling uh, of Anastasia and her family. And it's been on my list. It's been on my list. And I finally just bit the bullet. And I was like, OK, I've got it's it's a super short book. Not super short, like 300 ish pages. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I got some time. I'm going to knock it out in a day. Apparently, I was just like knocking books out in a day. Right. <laughs> it was I mean, just I was I was on I a mean, jam. We've already talked about eight books that I've read. So, yeah. you know. So, um, so it's a retelling of the Romanov fall, but the Romanov family have a magical history. So, not gonna lie, I was real disappointed with the book. I thought you only had given it like two or three. I think I, I I gave it two. Yeah. I was really disappointed. It it. Okay, everyone knows that the Romanov family was executed, mm-hmm. so it's not a spoiler. So when I say that the family isn't executed until 60% of the way into the book, like, you sit with them in their purgatory-like existence mm-hmm. for 60% of the book. That's the way I was Anastasia was. Really? Yeah, like, they don't get executed till the very end. Like, nothing happens for 60%. Mm. And I was just like, oh, my God. Like, I know, like, the the family was separated for the time. Mother, father, and oldest daughter were sent to another city. And the children and the servants stayed for a while. And then they were able to move once the son was feeling a little better. He yeah. was very ill. He had uh, hilophemia. Yes. What, no, that's not it. Um, Hemophilia. Yes. There we go. Heli- I was calling him a hot air balloon. That's fine. <laughs> It's fine. So, <laughs> in real life, I mean, not, I don't know about the book. So, yes, he does. He's the same in the book. And it follows Anastasia when they're leaving, when they're leaving the palace. Uh, her father gets her to take this, uh, the Russian dolls that like open up, and there's an, how do you pronounce that word? Macha, macha something dolls. Matryoshka? That sounds right. I thought they were something else, but I get I know what you're talking. The nesting dolls. Yes. The Matryoshka dolls. Nesting dolls. That's what I'm gonna call it. (laughs) So I'm so glad I could help. This is why you're here. The sole reason for my being. (laughs) So the Romanov family has uh, a set of nesting dolls and they're magical. Mm -hmm. So whenever a spell is ready to present itself it comes in your exact time of need it will open mm. and that it, the spell will be released Interesting. Anastasia has the ability to 
make spells like they and it's really it's like ink spells so it like it you pour oh. it on and it goes into your skin kind cool. of thing super cool. cool so it follows her and her journey and trying to figure out like okay we need this spell now and right at the time of execution the spell is finally oh. ready and so it follows her journey after that but only for 40 percent only for 40 percent it was so frustrating and i kept thinking like any day any day now it's gonna happen like can we just can we get can we like, go can we all know this is coming yeah like yeah it was like building up and building up like mm-hmm. i didn't know what was gonna happen mm-hmm. um so it really super annoyed me and her the character of anastasia was a little bit annoying like she was just like i will be humble and i will be kind and i'm like no girl be ruthless and <laughs> and be a survivor and right quit being like this goody two-shoes kind of crap so it was i was real you frustrated needed a badass heroine and need- there wasn't one the Anastasia in my head that survives is amazing and mm-hmm. awesome. To and be able to survive. Yeah. Like the shit that they went through, mm-hmm. she needs she needs to be a little more ruthless than she was written. Okay. So I was I was not the hugest hugest fan of that and it, it was really disappointed. That's sad. I wanted to read it. Yeah. But I probably won't. But it did put me on a deep dive and so I'm going to have to check out the nonfiction Romanov. Yes. Um, um, when I read I I was Anastasia, I kind of went on to a deep mm-hmm. dive. I read a whole bunch of Wikipedia. <laughs> All right. My next book is called Trickery, and it's the Curse of the Gods series. This is the first book. I've not heard of that either. <laughs> Probably because I found it in the reverse harem list. <laughs> so I read Lucifer's Daughter, and I was like, hmm, let me get me some more of that. <laughs> so I found this one. This one's interesting, though, because the first book, I read it, it doesn't have any smut in it. I think it's building to it. Right. But there's no smut as of yet. Okay. Yeah. So, it was good. It was. It's by Jamin Eve and Jane Washington. It's a two-author book. Jamin? J-A-Y-M-I-N. Jamin? Jamin? That's an interesting name. I don't know. I thought it was Jasmine the first time I looked at it, but it is not. <laughs> It is a lie. But, um, yeah, the first book's called Trickery, and that's The Curse of the Gods, and it's also a long series. It's got five books. Okay. Um, And I will be continuing this one, but I have only read the first one thus far. Mm -hmm. And I gave it four stars. So, basically, Willa Knight is a dweller, and they live, like, the world is divided in rings, and the center of the world, or the, the country that they're in, is the center ring. So, Willa lives in the seventh ring out. So okay. really far away in a very poor area, and she's a okay. dweller. So kind of like the Hunger Games. Yeah, and okay. dwellers are a um, slave race. They're non-magical. Okay. And she's accidentally chosen to go to this Blesswood Academy to serve the souls. So it's S-O-L. And they are the magical beings of the world. Okay. And the souls serve the gods. So it's like a caste system. Okay. And now, are the gods we're talking about? Are they like Zeus and Hera and all that kind no, of gods? Okay. No, the um, there's like a god of creation, Thunder. a god of chaos, okay. a god of you know just random like gods of different things. Okay. There's lots of different ones. Okay. And Willa is like the clumsiest person you have ever met in your entire life. Okay. She's amazing though. She's got the sass. It's on point. It's wonderful. So she goes, she's accidentally chosen. She stumbles into being chosen because it's supposed to be the top two people from the school that she goes to are chosen. Okay. Well, she ends up being (laughs) accidentally chosen with her best friend, which is good. That's nice. Yeah. And they go to Blesswood, and she's assigned to the Abcurse brothers. So it's five brothers. And they're souls. They're not really brothers, though. Okay. They kind of are. Thank but God. Right. I don't want anyone to get any incesty ideas. It's <laughs> not what this is about. <laughs> I love that you just made that into an adverb. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's what I do. But the Abcurse brothers, each of them have a different power. So there's the power of trickery, the power of seduction, the power of pain, the power of strength, and the power of persuasion. And each one of them has a different power. And they're at the academy to train their powers, grow stronger, blah, 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 blah. But the brothers are not what they seem at all. And they entice Willa into their world. And you can see where it's going. Mm -hmm. It it 
is full of sexual innuendo and tension, mm-hmm. but we haven't made it there yet. Okay. The, kind of the brothers are like, um, if we're going to get through this task that we have to do, we can't be fighting with who's going to sleep with her. Sure. So we have to stop. Okay. So they make a pact not to sleep with her. A no sex pact. A no sex pact. All right. A no sex with Willa pact. Okay. Yeah. Um, which is another thing because she's a dweller in their souls and there's laws against them being together anyway. Okay. And so it's a whole thing. Oh my goodness. Um, but she's, she's hysterical. She doesn't take any of their, you're better than me crap. She's not the subservient dweller like everybody else is. She's like, you're so full of crap and the gods are full of crap. And you know, it's pretty awesome. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, each one of the books is named after one of the brothers. So, like, Trickery okay. was the first book. The next book is Persuasion. Okay. Uh, they also have other names, too. So, like, Siret is the name of the god of, or the brother of Trickery. Sometimes romance novels' character names mm-hmm. make me lol. Yeah. They're so funny. Yeah, I've got another one, too, that'll be good for you. I'm excited. So <laughs> excited. Uh, so this one is labeled reverse harem, but there's no sex or smut in it at all okay. as of yet. Okay. Um, like I said, it's, it's building. It's going to explode. Yeah. Um, and there's five books. I don't know when it's going to explode. Okay. It might not even be the next book. I will be waiting with bated breath. I can't wait to tell you. Okay. But it was really good, and I'll continue the series. Was um, the writing okay? There Was there an editor involved in the... There was. I mean, there was a few things here and there. It's mm-hmm. like, Okay, but it was still good. And it's also free on Kindle Unlimited. Beautiful. Yes, all five of them are. I'm going to have to uh, do like a Kindle Unlimited trial just so I could read the Lucifer's Daughter series. Yeah, because they're all, all four of those were free on Kindle I'm Unlimited. So, I mean, it's not 99 for four books and then for five books here. I mean, that's nice. it pays for itself when you yeah. think about it that way. I like it. Okay. But I can't wait to, to read more about Willa and the I love that the name. brothers. I do too. Willa's pretty. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, my last book is The Bone Witch by Ren Chupeco. Yay! And we actually talked about this in our last episode, the beautiful book covers episode. Oh, it was a couple episodes ago. Oh, you're right. It was two episodes ago. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. But it was it was really good. Yeah. Yes. So it follows a girl named Taya, and I actually looked that up. Okay. Her name is Taya, and she has she and her brother are very, very close. In this world, everyone has a heart stone, and your heart stone shows colors. And if you have powers, it shows that specific power's color. Oh, if cool. you are lying, it'll change color. If oh, you're cool. scared, if you're nervous, things like that will change color. So you kind of show your powers if you have them. They'll show up at a certain age. It's I, it's preteenish age. Mm-hmm. She's right up, right below, um, right. Uh, a little younger than uh, the age that you mm, get okay. your heart stone. And so she's like 13 or something-ish. Like. I gotcha. Um, so her brother has joined the army. He is off um, fighting Deva, which are these monsters that um, that someone bad. I'm sorry. I don't remember. I'm really bad at remembering the names of Yeah, that's why I try to books. write mine I, down. I know. I'm just a hot mess. I didn't write down anything. Like, literally all I wrote down was names and authors. The title and author. You're, you're the worst. I know. I'm so sorry. The worst. Um, so they're fighting these Deva that someone bad created many, many, many moons ago. And um, the um, the magical people that God, I don't remember the name. Uh, but bone witches actually put them down, but they take out their the monsters, essentially like their power source, and they take it out, and you can use those to um, heal or okay, use so. them to make different potions, things oh, like that. Cool. So Taya's brother is off fighting these monsters and is eventually killed. So at his funeral, his casket is going into the ground, and she's so overcome by emotion that the fact that she'll never see his brother again, her power manifests itself, and she revives her brother from the dead. Dun, dun, dun. So, of course, everyone freaks out. Right. The slang for that type of magic is a bone witch. Gotcha. It's, it's kind of like calling Hermione a mudblood. Mm. So it's... It's not a nice thing to call gotcha. someone of that power, but she is a bone witch. 
um, meaning she is a necromancer. She has power of the dead, things like that. So her brother is up and walking. Technically, he's still dead, but he is up and walking around. He is uh-huh. just, he just, he sur- he lives, in quotes, off of her. I gotcha. So another bone witch in the area comes and feels the power that she has, like, sent off comes and takes her to learn how to mm-hmm. use her powers, how to refine them, things like that. So that's kind of the beginning of it. But what was really cool, though, is at the end of every chapter, it would have a snippet from the future. Oh, cool. So 17-year-old Taya has been banished. Ooh. And you don't know why. Do but you it find was out at the end of the book? No. Nah. Oh, Wow. Uh-uh. And it's a trilogy. trilogy. I believe the final book recently came out, so that's why I started it. But yeah, you don't really find out why, but you get like little snippets of something happened, something big, things like that. So it was really interesting getting into it and things like that. It's got mm-hmm. magic, which I love magical books. Mm-hmm. And it's, it was really different from what I had kind of read before. So I, I, yeah. I really enjoyed it. So your two magical universes that you were in were both yeah. different things that we... Yeah. Yeah, in. I really loved the Russian aspect of mm-hmm. Shadow and Bone because I really know nothing about Russian folklore, right. like anything about their culture, things like that. I've only got a, a brief cursory mm-hmm. overview. And yeah. I don't know why I have that. I don't know where that came from. Probably something you read or... Probably. Yeah. But... Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I will definitely be starting. I started the second book before I had a breakdown, and I haven't picked it up since. So I only have, I'm only like three or four chapters into it. Are all of the covers as pretty as the first one? Yeah, they really are. They're really striking. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that's literally the reason I picked up the first one because it's so pretty. Right. Yeah, that's the only reason I have it on my shelf is because it was so so pretty. pretty. But no, it's very interesting. I think you would really like it a lot. Awesome. Mm -hmm. I'll have to put it on my list. As soon as you're done with all your harems. Yes. Apparently, I really like harems. I mean, I say mean, what you will. I don't see a problem. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> the next book I'm going to talk about is Queen Takes Knights. Plural. <laughs> <laughs> it is also a reverse harem book. <laughs> I told you, I went, like, way left field. I had this whole plan because we had several weeks with Mm -hmm. nothing that we had to read for another episode and I was like I'm gonna get all of this stuff on my list read nope nope I just I because on Goodreads when you read a book if you scroll all the way down at the bottom it tells you the tags and so the the reverse harem is a tag so I you just went nuts I I made the mistake of clicking on it oh no (laughs) and then all of these other things showed up and I was like oh yeah you and you and you and you and they're all on Kindle Unlimited for free. But so, like, every single one that I downloaded was on Kindle Unlimited for free. That's so funny. There's also two that I have downloaded that I haven't got to oh yet. Oh, my. <sighs> yeah, it's a problem. <laughs> but Queen Takes Nights, that is by Jolie Sue Burkhart. Okay. And it is their Vampire Queen, book one. There are eight books out. Okay. And there are two already planned. Okay. Um, so... I don't know if that's going to be the end of it or not, mm-hmm. but the first one was not a big book. It was another one that was like right at 200 pages. Just to th- throw this out there, okay? It is a polyam book for sure. Okay. It's very, very, very smutty, like from the get-go, like three chapters in, we're Hi-ya. having sex. Yeah. She is not one of the heroines that are like, no, I don't know you. She's like, okay, come on, let's go. Oh, I'm... You're here to have sex with me? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So that's um, super fun. And I had to look this up because I didn't know it. So please don't laugh at me. But it's a, in the description, it says M-M-F-F-M plus. Polyam. Male, male, fe- male, female. male, female, female, male plus. Goodness gracious. Polyam. Okay. Why can't you just, if you say polyamorous, typically that's. A, that's what a, I would think. Full but they specifically put that in there, and I was like, I don't know what that means. So I went and looked it okay. up. Some interesting stuff came up <laughs> on that internet search. But your your <laughs> Google search history is forever changed. Right, it'll never be the same again. <laughs> yeah, that was a fun little thing. It was like one time when I was younger, I was trying to buy some 
some sports shorts as a present for my dad. Okay. And my mom said I should get them at Dick's Sporting Goods. No. Yeah. So Did Dick's. Did you just Google Dick's? I Googled Dick's.com. Oh, no. <laughs> that is not the website <laughs> for Dick's Sporting Goods. I will just tell y'all. No. It is not. <laughs> Although I think it's their fault for naming their stupid store that in the it first place. It truly is. <laughs> Someone didn't think that through. Well, I mean, I was like 16 at the time, mm-hmm. <laughs> which makes the story even worse. Terrible. Um, you yeah. learned so much no, that day. I wasn't 16. I was much older because the internet had been invented and shit. <laughs> but I was trying to so, to oh do my. some online shopping, and it went, it went, it went way sideways. That's so funny. Yeah. So it's dicksportinggoods.com for the discerning sporting goods shopper. (laughs) I will put that in show notes. All right. I'm glad. (laughs) You can't make me laugh. My abs hurt so bad. (laughs) That is your fault. Chris made me go to the gym. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay. So back to to their vampire queen. Okay. So obviously it's about vampires. Mm-hmm. Um Shara Isidore has been on the run for 5 years since her mother was brutally murdered in front of her by monsters. Gracious. Yeah. So, she's been on the run, she's hiding from the monsters. She's in Arkansas and the monsters catch up to her mm. and she's about to be devoured by them, but she decides, "No, I'm going to kill myself before I let them have me." She's like got the knife to her throat, but she sends out a signal that she doesn't realize, and she calls knights to her. So these two vampire knights show up, and they're called her blood, like capital B blood. And they tell her she's their long-lost vampire queen that Mm. they've been searching for. And in this world, it's really cool because the vampire queen is descended from Isis. So, like the Egyptian god Isis. Okay. I was like, the terrorists? Yes. The vampire queen is from terrorists. That is I a mean, thing. You're reading some weird stuff. I mean. I'm not reading about vampire terrorists. I'm Although I feel I'm like terrorists would be much more effective if they were vampires. For sure. They'd be, yeah, they'd be even more scary. Yeah. But that's not what this I is. I mean, I'm not judging you if you want to read smut about terrorists. So I'm going to need you to brush up on your Egyptology. I'm so sorry. I, I, I know many things, but not not that. So no Russian, no Egyptian. Mm-mm. What good are you? I'm from America. <laughs> we don't <laughs> learn <laughs> things about other cultures, no, all right? I'm also from America. You're <laughs> from Georgia. <laughs> that's where it is. <laughs> Yeah, our schools aren't great. But, I mean, that's so weird. Georgia schools are really some of the best in the country, but you went to a private school. I went to a private school where we learned about Jesus. Yeah, you went to a private Christian school. Yeah. So. Our curriculum was about God. Right. But to be fair, I am a naturally curious person, and I learned a lot of this stuff after school. Oh, no. Like, my my education started at 18. Mm -hmm. So, no, for sure. I'm slowly getting there. I'm still learning things that I don't know about forensics. Mm -hmm. Um, I will will move towards Egypt. Okay. Eventually. Isis is one of the Egyptian gods. Is it spelled the same? How do you spell it? Yes, it's I-S-I-S. Okay. I wonder why the terrorists decide that they were going to be called Isis. Because it's an Islamic phrase in, it's initials for the terrorists. Okay. All right. So it's like the Islamic State of. <gasps> oh, something. I have heard that before. Yeah. Okay. Continue. The God. Yes. People who are named ISIS after the Egyptian God are not at all pleased with the terrorists. I'm sure they should write them a letter and see if they'll change their name. Yeah. Let's let's see how that goes. Maybe we should start like a like a petition. Yeah. Okay. I like it. I mean, petitions, especially ones on Facebook, have lots of power. So much power. Mm-hmm. So that, we'll make that a thing. Okay, so anyway, the, the knights come in and they save her. And basically, they're dedicated to her once she drinks from them and they drink from her. Okay. And once they all drink from each other, their powers manifest. So okay. she realizes that, yes, in fact, I am a vampire. And she's not only all vampire, she's half something else. But we don't find that out until later. So that's pretty oh, cool, too. Dun, dun, dun. Right. But her mom was tired of the responsibility of the queen and 
she ran off with a human. Okay. And so Shara doesn't know literally anything about the world. So she's supposed to create a nest. She's supposed to have more knights come to her. And the the two that we have are Alric okay. and Dare. Yes, I thought you would like that one. But it's it's D-A-I-R-E. Dare. I would have pronounced that initially as Dairy. <laughs> That's funny. I probably would have too if she hadn't said she like says it in the mm. the reading in the, in the text that it's it rhymes Pronoun- with care oh. or something. Oh, okay. No, she says um, he's daring just like his name or something like that. Okay, gotcha. Um, and so Alric is the alpha of the knights, and Dare is his beta. Is that what it is? Yeah. So Alric gets first dibs at the queen. Oh. But I mean, they're in a nest and they're vampires, and so they're supposed to just all be together. So they are. She's like, why would I choose just one of you? Of let's course. L- let's all have fun together. That's and that's what we all say. Right. Um, and Dare and Ulrich have been on the move looking for a queen. They've been okay. searching for a queen. There are more than one queen in the world. But okay. Is- the Isidore queens are the ones that are descended from Isis. So they're the most powerful. Okay. So she's going to have lots of enemies because she's coming to all her powers. And people are going to be mad about it. And there's a whole hierarchy system. Hierarchy? Yeah. Hierarchy? Yeah. Is that two words or one? Hierarchy. Shut up. (laughs) I have to give you words all the time. (laughs) Okay, I am so stupid in this episode, you can have one wrong word. Thanks. I still think it's pronounced that way, though. It's hierarchy. That's what I said. No, you like were like, you made it two words. Hierarchy. Well, I'm Southern. (laughs) Are you just going to embrace it now? (laughs) <laughs> sure, let's go with it. Anyway, there's a whole world. It's it's a really vast, creative world. It's it's a lot of fun. And Ulrich and Dare have been on on the move, so you have to feed from other vampires. So they've been feeding from each other, and feeding and and making love go hand in hand in vampire world. So they've been with each other. They come and they be with their queen. Everybody's with everybody. Sure. The first book is just the three of them. But she's supposed to have the more blood or night she has, the more protection she has. Okay. And so she's decreed, though, that she's not going to take any blood that she doesn't love. So they're searching for blood. They're establishing her nest. She's coming into her powers, learning how to use them. They're fighting off the monsters that are coming that have been trying to kill her her whole life. And they're just having lots and lots of sex. Lots. Like an extensive amount. Is there is there much plot to it? There is actually. Okay. I'm glad that they could fit that in in between mm-hmm. the in betwixt the sex. Right, but the only way to get access to your powers is through the the mating mm. and the blood drinking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's a primary thing. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, but there's lots of plot in there too, and it's really cool. All right. I liked it. I'm definitely gonna continue reading them because I really liked them. It's vampires. It's smut. Mm-hmm. It's my thing. Sure. And I wasn't sure about the polyam, but I really liked it. It was yeah. cool. That didn't bother me. No. I've read uh, in uh, the Anita Blake series that mm-hmm. I read, like it gets very polyamorous mm-hmm. towards the towards the um, not the end because it's not finished, but in the mm-hmm. newer books, it's super gotcha. polyamorous. Interesting. Yeah, I th- um I think I saw in one of the little snippets or mm-hmm. one of the reviews that it was a, a lot like the polyam and the Anita Blake series. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of cool. That was something that I had never read before, but reverse harem, polyam, I really liked it. I'm so glad. Yeah. So happy for you. Yeah. I have one other book that I just want to touch on briefly because yeah. it wasn't my favorite thing in the world. Sure. And that was The Claiming of Sleeping Beauty. Mm. Okay. So we talked to the, we talked mm-hmm. about this several episodes several, ago. Yeah. So I wanted to kind of follow up and touch base on that. So basically... It's a BDSM eroticism retelling of Sleeping Beauty. Mm-hmm. And that's by Anne Rice. And she wrote it under her pseudonym so she could have more, like, not the pressure of having to write, mm-hmm. you know, her other series. Um, like, the stigma of, you know, expecting her to be one person right. and then she wanted to go out and write this other thing. But the other name she wrote under, I literally can't pronounce. It's It's like a... French Creole kind of, I mean, she's from mm-hmm. New Orleans, so it's kind of that sort of name. Gotcha. And uh, it's like Rolla, sh- Rolla Claire, Rolla, sh- something like that. Okay. 
but I like a good smut book with sure. the best of them. Um, as this episode does uh, Clearly, prove. Clearly. I don't know if I've read anything else. <laughs> but this one was too much for me. Okay. Yeah. So. Like the BDSM was too right. much? Right. If okay. you are a fan of Fifty Shades of Grey, this makes Fifty Shades of Grey look like a Disney princess. Oh, my. Yeah. Probably like the the most genteel Disney princess of them all, like Snow White or something. Like, just. Okay. Yeah. Who's the sluttiest princess of them all? Well, I would say Jasmine because she has. Like Is it the because she shows her midriff? Yes. That's what my grandmother would have said. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm sure. But also, is. she's the only one that kind of like turns on bedroom eyes and the whole. Well, that was because Jafar had power over her. Obviously. But, I she mean, that's was why I would super give her sexy in that red outfit, though. Yes, she was. Yeah, we'll go with Jasmine. Let us know what your thoughts are on yeah. the sluttiest of Disney's <laughs> prin- Disney princesses. Maybe someone should do a rewrite. Oh, my God. Of Disney princesses. I would read the hell out of that. Right? I mean, so that's what intrigued me about the claiming of Sleeping Beauty. Right. Because it's a rewrite of Sleeping Beauty, but it's supposed to be smutty. But it's not just, it's like the, the bondage and stuff. I like, okay? But the dominant submissive, they mm-hmm. take it to a humiliating level. Mm. So the prince comes, and he wakes up Beauty, and he takes her, and he goes back to his kingdom where his mom is like the wicked queen, and they take sex slaves. Mm-hmm. And so every kingdom that they conquer, or every little area that they conquer, they are forced to send tributes as sex slaves. So there's like tons and tons of sex slaves around my goodness so they walk around completely naked they can never have any clothes on and it's not just about the the bondage and stuff it's it's about the humiliation like Like how degradation right how humble i guess can you make how how Mm -hmm. much can you tear them down Mm -hmm. and so there were some scenes in it that were interesting but most of all, it was just a, it was a step too far for me. Made you really uncomfortable. Right. Made mm. me really uncomfortable. Gotcha. Which is interesting because the polyam didn't. But this, like, it, it was, yeah, it, it's just basically it's about as much as they can humiliate them as possible. Mm. And no wonder she used a pseudonym. Right. I, and, and I don't know a lot about that world. I, mm-hmm. I think that people who are in that world, they get it. There are people who like to be the submissives. Right. And, and all of that. But for me personally, it was just too much. Um, I, I do not think I will finish the series. Yeah, you had to, you had to use your safe word. <laughs> right, right. I mean, and it was a quick book, and it was a quick, a short mm-hmm. book, and it was a quick read. Mm-hmm. It, it just, n- it, it wasn't for me. Gotcha. Yeah. So basically, whoever wants to use her can use her. They have mm. to ask the prince's permission. She only gets to sleep when he tells her. She only gets to clean when he tells her. Oh, my God. They use them in, like, humiliating games. They make them play against each mm. other. And they're always naked. They never get any clothes. And she has to sleep in the floor if he wants her to. Um, yeah. It's just, it, it, was, it was just too much for me. Yeah. Yeah. Some people may love it, but not, not my cup of tea. Not your thing. All right. So I wanted to touch base on that. Well, you read a, a crap ton. I did. I did. But, I mean, a lot of them were short books, mm-hmm. and they're ones that I loved, so I yeah. flew through them. Yeah. No, it makes sense. I mean, apparently I like the paranormal with the smut mixed in, because mm-hmm. that's what the Black Dagger Brotherhood was, and mm-hmm. I flew through those. And so a lot of these were the same. Gotcha. Speaking of Black Dagger Brotherhood, the new book is out. Hey-o. It's the fourth book and i think the final one of the blood legacy spin-off series like okay. little it, call it a novella but it's like 350 some no, odd pages it's a bigger book yeah um but for some reason they call them novellas i guess because they're shorter they're shorter than the uh, the original series but it's it's about the trainees and the black dagger brotherhood trainee program okay and i think this is the final one and so it came out on august 15th i think um so i'm very excited to check that out it uh, it looks wonderful. But 13th. you can't 13th. Yeah, but you can't read it unless you've read the others cuz you'll be super lost. Sure. So, gotcha. unless you have some time to dedicate, don't pick it up. But I'm excited. I know you've uh, been itching for yeah, a new one. Yeah. I can't wait to get my hands on it. And then there'll be another one out in December. So that's fun too. Phew. You I only know. have to do a few months. So you got like three-ish months of harem to read yes. before the next one right yeah because i want to finish the trickery is only five books and they're pretty short so i want to i want to finish that i don't know if i'll get through all 10 of the the queen series mm-hmm. but those are interesting the next one's called queen takes king mm. it's like a play on chess gotcha and then there's queen takes rook and yeah gotcha. it's just kind of it's a fun little world 
That's fun. But I, I really enjoyed everything that I read this time. Well, guys, if y'all were looking for some sexy sex, y'all, uh, you tuned in on the right episode. Yeah, lots of smut. Oh, I just realized all of mine was a very clean YA. Yes. Hmm. That's different for That's you. That's weird. Yeah. yeah. I absolutely was in a fantasy, paranormal yeah. world. I didn't read any nonfiction. I didn't read any historical fiction. And I, it's weird because I checked two out. Yeah. And I was like, nope. I don't Not have time. today. I don't have time for you <laughs> trivial books. So <laughs> maybe we'll catch up with this on the next episode and I'll do nothing but there you go. normal stuff. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not, no. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.